Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Never a doubt. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. Lakers by a million or six or whatever it is. They win. Who doesn't want free basketball? Let's talk about the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, never a doubt. Everything was fine. Fall behind by 15 in the third quarter. It's all good. Oh, my gosh, Lee. What an absolute mess last night. They won, so it's kind of – we can smile when we talk about it because they won the game, but what an absolute disaster they avoided uh, by winning that game in overtime. We're going to get to all of it. Want to hear from your phone calls, all of these stuff, but take, take me through it. You were in the building yeah. last night. What was it like both – hey, uh, this is not going the way it's supposed to, then the shot, then the foul. Just take me through the whole night. All right, so I think, look, there's a lot of people that walked into that game very optimistic. I think you said, I think May said there were 17 NBA experts. All of them had that Laker logo next to them that Lakers are going to beat the Timberwolves. And like me, they were all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought... uh, I thought kind of coming into the game, I think I mentioned this to you yesterday. I, my one thing is, how's the game going to start? Is it going to look anything like the last week looked for the Lakers, where it was just kind of eh? Energy in the place was awesome. Was it? Awesome. I'm not surprised. It's the first time. It, it, they put out a tweet here, and I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. First time you've had a playing game, full capacity, period. Um, it's the first time that now you'll have a playoff series, full capacity, since 10 years ago that's how long it's been so you knew the place was going to be rocking but the reality is the entire time there were 184 moments in that game that I thought (laughs) they're playing Friday they're coming back here to play on Friday with exhausted to play on Friday (laughs) a hundred percent and you win that game then you're going to Denver but as the game kind of progressed if you win the game you're going to Denver as the game progressed it was less to do with did, are the Lakers going to come steal this win? Or is Minnesota going to say, my guy, we don't want it. We are going to have 24 turnovers. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Because it felt like both of those things. It felt like the Lakers, yeah. they did make a run in the fourth quarter where mm-hmm. they started to make some shots. They did get a bunch of stops in a row. But it was mostly Minnesota tricking off a game that they're going to make. Look, maybe they'll win against Oklahoma City yeah. or, or New Orleans. Maybe they won't. I don't mm-hmm. know. But they shouldn't have any big playing. They should be resting. They should be getting ready to go to Memphis. They should be getting ready they to should. get Rudy Gobert back. All of these things. And it didn't go like Can I, that. I'll just say this. The energy in the arena, um, LeBron has the ball, throws it over to Dennis Schroeder in the corner. Schroeder hits the three. I'm still in the arena. Remember how I, you, know, I, you know this. You come usually plenty of time to come. Yeah. I'm like, I can't leave. So Schroeder hits the shot with... Now just 1.4 left on the clock or whatever it is. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. So I start walking across the street, put it on the TNT app. <laughs> so I'm watching on my phone going across the street. Mm-hmm. A few moments later. And then I <laughs> and then I just see I just see Conley take the shot and I just think he misses. Uh-huh. Like the volume, the it's not that loud, or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm just like, why is he going up to the free throw line? 
Mike Conley hits all three. I watch it overtime from in here. Yeah, it look, we're we're gonna get to all of the things that happened in this game. We'll talk about the foul. We'll talk about Mike Conley. I for the life of me, I don't know how that first free throw went in. Like it hit the very front of the ball doesn't hit the front of the rim and bounce forward typically, but it did last night. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Dennis Schroeder. We'll talk about LeBron. We'll talk about 80s foul. All of these things. Here, here is the the bottom line of all of this. The Lakers are incredibly fortunate to not have to play on Friday. The mm-hmm. Lakers are incredibly fortunate that they go to Memphis and they're going to start their series on Sunday. Because here is what happened. This is just the, the facts of what took place last night. The Lakers played a team that was missing three rotational players. Yep. Two starters. The Lakers played a team where their very best player, Anthony Edwards, probably had the worst game of his life. The worst game of his life. 0 for 9 from 3, yet kept taking threes. Yes. Mm -hmm. They had a game where their second best player, Carl Anthony Towns, was in foul trouble the entire second half. Mm -hmm. They had a game where the the opposition went six minutes without scoring a game, without scoring a basket in the fourth quarter. Was this the Aztecs? (laughs) And you needed overtime to beat them. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that is. If I said to you, look, Carl Anthony Towns, we were talking about yesterday. How do they lose? Well, Carl Anthony Towns goes off. Anthony Edwards goes thirty-five. Off. They each drop thirty-five, and then anything can happen. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Towns was in foul trouble. Edwards was dreadful. You needed overtime to beat them. They won. We're gonna. T- I'm excited that they won. I thought that they were gonna handle that game very differently than they did. I thought they showed great resiliency and hanging around. They did make a run in the fourth quarter. Schroeder knocked down a huge shot. But there were a whole bunch of things that make you go, wait, hold on a second. They are so lucky to be alive and going in to the first round of the playoffs against Memphis because everything that they – they should have won that game by – if I would have told you okay. the Towns thing, the the Edwards thing, the, the go six minutes without a bucket in the fourth quarter. Lakers by 14. Lakers by at least 14. Mm-hmm. Lakers by 20. Lakers by 23. It, it felt like that's the recipe to blow them out. They needed overtime. And they still barely won in overtime. That is incredibly fortunate. And I guess you just chalk it up to, hey, let's just keep it moving. Let's just well, keep it well, moving and move on to the first round. So I, I think I think you could do both. I think you could say, I did this right at the start of the postgame show. I'm like, listen, the goal is to win. You survive, you win, and you move on. The Lakers could technically check that off the list and say, okay, hey, we accomplished that. But it's also important to look at the details of how you got there. The details seem meaningful. Okay, let, let me let me let me play this out for you. You said they got very lucky yesterday mm-hmm. to have won the game and moved on. The final week of the season, I mentioned this yesterday with you, that if you really look at the final week of the season for the Lakers, they got lucky a few times. That game against Utah, in Utah, where they had to go to overtime, and Bron had to play 38 minutes, and AD had to play 41 minutes or 42, whatever he played. They should have lost that game. And you know what happens if they lost that game? Last night's game would have been in Minnesota or it would have been in New Orleans just predicated on what tiebreaker, whatever it is. They got lucky in that last week of the season that the results were the results. Let me let me throw some names at you. Tell me what all these names have in common. What do all these names have in common? Laurie Marketing, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Paul George, uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. These are all the players that didn't play against the Lakers in that final week of the season, and yeah. each one of those games were either close in the fourth quarter, or they were, um, or they lost to the Clippers. What that final week did for them, 
they looked exhausted yesterday. They did. They looked fatigued yesterday. Um, of everything that happened yesterday, the only thing that I could look at as the as the positive they won. They get four days off before <laughs> they play it. Memphis. They won the game and they get some time off because to kind of stay where you're talking about, Al. Anthony Davis played 43 minutes last night. LeBron James played 45 minutes last 45 night. 45 minutes the, for LeBron the, the, James. The two guys that are you're most worried about really pushing them. And, and LeBron looked gassed. How about some Just, of his turnovers? The turnovers that that. That three-point attempt after the one, the one he made, yep. that was fine. The next possession was arguably the worst possession of the game. They were, he just, I can, he, argue, I can you, argue. I can you, find some you, words. You, go ahead. I'm not saying that you might not find other bad ones, but I, I feel comfortable arguing that that one where we're just going to dribble at the top for 20 seconds and then yeah. take up a flat-footed three, that was pretty terrible. They had no chance of going in, but you're right. This was – look. They won. I, I need to keep telling myself they this. They won, and they get four days off. But they did. That that the fatigue that was on their two most important guys was so obvious, mm-hmm. and, and in particular LeBron. I thought Anthony Davis was good, not great last night, but I loved how he played. I, I really enjoyed watching him play last night. But LeBron looked like he was on fumes, and I know that he's going to look fine against Memphis mm-hmm. because he's LeBron James and he's heals and, and recovers faster than any human being I've ever seen in my life. But now they're into a thing. The first round isn't quite every other day, but we're getting into that where the basketball is going to come very, very steadily, very, very consistently, and they do not look like a team that's ready to play a bunch of games every other day for who knows how long. That was an incredibly expensive win last night. They, um, they, It's actually kind of funny. I think getting into the playoff format, it's one of the formats that will benefit them because – I mean, they had, by the time they played the Clippers last week, it was three games and four nights. Mm-hmm. You know you're not going to have that in the postseason. But the biggest difference, this is, this is now my concern going into the next series. And this is not uncommon in sports. Are you fresh or are you not? They're the Memphis not. Grizzlies are going to be fresh. Yeah. They are. First off, they're younger. Yeah. Second of all, they've been sitting around for basically, it seems like, two or three weeks. And they haven't had a high-stress game in who knows how long, mm-hmm. right? When was the last time they had a game where it felt like the sea? The Lakers have had 10 of them in for the a last month. month. <laughs> yeah. They've had it basically for a month. Yeah. Um, I said this earlier. We'll post it in a little bit. But did the Lakers talk daily this morning? And I really, really do believe this. If they play anywhere like they did over this last week and a half, Grizz are moving to the next oh, round. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, but but we'll go back to it because I do think it's important. It's funny, a lot of the comments that I had from Laker fans yesterday was very similar. Hey, listen, I'm glad we got sure. the win, but I feel a lot different than I did before this game started about yes. what's to come. What What's coming next, we'll, we'll spend some time on it. And obviously, we've got tomorrow. We've got Friday. We've got lots of time to talk yep. about what's coming next. I want to spend the lion's share of today about what happened last night, but I couldn't agree with you more. That that Memphis series, like, yeah, let's go. Bring on anybody. We're, we're to, all right, I got to tighten some things up here. We got to really figure out what it is that we're good at, what it is that we're not good at. You got some performances from some guys last night that made you go, Oh, yeah, right. that's right. That's why he's on a new team every year. Got it. Okay. Oh, right. He, he's he been good, but this is the first time he's ever been in one of these before. Sure. And then you had one of the all-time great boneheaded plays that if the next five minutes had gone differently. Oh, I thought it was happening. I, I, 
crossed my mind. Was, yeah. We're going to talk about Anthony Davis's foul on Mike Conley coming up next because I still don't believe what I just saw. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee plus your phone calls 877-710-ESPN, 710-ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Little Ask Greg Bergman coming up at 1045. Send him in. Guest spot here. Uh, go ahead and send him to me and Al at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa. Um, you can send him to Emily as well. She's pretty good at curating some uh, Ask Bergmans along the way. I feel like always when we get for Berg, when he does it, somebody throws him in like a situation with some kind of a fight. And what would he do? <laughs> Is it just me, or do I feel like well, maybe he's Greg, scrappy? Greg's got right. that little fighting, the, yeah, streak in him. Like Berg, if you're in a brother. brawl, <laughs> who do you take out first? Maybe that's my question. I think Emily's right. He he's the younger of two brothers, mm-hmm. right? If you're the younger of two brothers, you get wailed on, and you eventually say, "Okay, I don't like this anymore." You start poking back. Is your brother like that too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, my bro- my brother is one trillion times tougher than me. It's it's not even close. He would tear me to pieces. It's I'm a, I'm a lot bigger than him, and I would never ever mess with him. He 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 smoke me. <laughs> not even close. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. So uh, I, I want to play this. This is John's call towards the uh, end of regulation, not the Dennis Schroeder three that. Yep was called the game winner on TV on the radio because it sure felt like the game winner, right? Mm-hmm. What a great play. What a great shot. Just everything about that was awesome. He likes those moments. He he he, he nailed it. Yeah. It, was, it was perfect. And then the Lakers just had to kill, what, about a second and a th- 1.4 seconds? 1.4. 1.4, just anything but fouling a three-point shooter. If the Lakers can defend for 1.4 seconds... They get the rest of the week off, and they're flying to Memphis for round one of the playoffs. If Minnesota hits a three, we're going overtime. Here we go. Kyle Anderson to inbound it. Here's your game. Anderson throws the ball to Conley. Three-pointer. Oh, he was fouled by Davis. Three free throws to come. Absolutely unbelievable brain cramp by Anthony Davis. Uh, Yeah. I, I... and at first, when you watched it, you're thinking, "Okay, why did they blow the?" Wind? And then you watch it. No, that's a foul. Like you, it, it's 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 a foul. No, it is. It's there's no. Yeah. Well, how can you blow the? Wind? No, no, like, no, you can't. You're like, yeah, that's a foul. Yeah, that, that is 100 percent a foul. Conley goes to the line. He makes all three free throws. And I think Slee, and maybe at some other point in my life, but I can't recall off the top of my head 
another time where a team did something, and I'm just going to call it like I see it, or a player, not even a team, a player, and Anthony Davis did something so incredibly stupid where the game was extended because of such a stupid moment, and I still thought that the team that committed the stupid thing was going to win. It once they caught them in the fourth quarter, and once they, it felt like Minnesota had just nothing left to yeah. do at that point. That they were done. That the Edwards was as bad as he was, and Towns was in foul trouble. That even after that incredibly stupid decision to foul Mike Conley, I still thought the Lakers were going to win that game. And and I can't even put my finger on exactly why. But if that shot had gone in and you had an and one, or if you had gone into overtime and ended up losing that game, it's one of the incredibly stupid moments in Laker history. Now, it's in the play and it's not in the finals, and maybe history loses it over time. But Al, he, he's, he's, he had to have hit his knees last night and said thank you to the basketball gods for letting me off the hook there because LeBron's giving him a hard time at the end of the game. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, we can laugh about it, I guess, but they, they averted disaster by a hair. Had a brain fart. So they, um, <laughs> they, they averted disaster plenty of times yesterday. And I actually went the other way. When he committed the foul and Conley hits the three free throws – it makes me go back. If I just look at AD moments this year, because AD's had, had some moments. Yeah. End of games, where usually when you give that squad a second chance, you end up losing that game. I'll give you an example. I Lakers agree. Lakers were in Philadelphia, whenever it was. And AD just had to hit two free throws and the game's over. He hits one of the two. They go to overtime, and I think Philly wins by nine. Lakers had a game against the Boston Celtics. AD's got to hit... Hit one, hit two, whatever you hit, they're up two. He misses both free throws. Tatum comes the other end, hits a shot. They go to overtime. Boston wins the game. A lot of times when you – and this is me just talking about situations with Anthony Davis. Do you remember that game where Maxi Kleba hits a three at the buzzer? Do you know the play before that? Maxi Kleba was fouled by Anthony Davis taking a three. Oh, yeah. When you're up four. Yeah. Which he could have tied the game until AD missed the free throw on the other side and then got another chance. So – Usually in sport, Lakers ended up losing that game. Usually in sports, when you get a second chance, I thought personally when they got into overtime, you're right, they were resilient. They were getting defensive stops. Um, I don't know how much of that. I mean, part of it is for them. The other part of it is I don't know what Minnesota did over the final 11 minutes of the game. I really have no idea what they were doing. Like I think that's the difference is because the, the other examples you gave of AD giving the other teams chances, those teams were better teams than the Lakers at the t- that point in time. It was the 76ers and the uh, Celtics that were better teams Dallas than the Lakers. Wasn't. Dallas, Dallas wasn't. Dallas wasn't, and that was also about AD play. But I think also the worst thing about that came out of that foul is that you put five extra minutes on the body. That's why I thought it was it's done. Terrible. I thought it was done because... They just looked like they were completely out of gas. The only thing the Lakers had going for them in that situation, well, you talked about it to start off the show. Minnesota's missing three key they're players. Missing, and they're missing every shot they're taking at this every point. Every starter played over 40 minutes for them. Yeah. Every starter. So that means by the time they got to OT, if we thought the Lakers were gassed, the Timberwolves were showing you in the final six minutes that they were gassed in regulation. I, I, I know you guys have heard me say this before, and I like to do this whenever I start to sweat a situation, right? Like, okay, we got this. Oh, no, this guy's coming up, or we got to face this pitcher and those things. I like to kind of flip it and try to, if I were watch, if I were a fan of the other team, how would I feel right now? Mm-hmm. 
there was at no point in that fourth quarter or even in overtime where if you're a fan of the Minnesota Timberwolves, you're like, we're in a pretty good spot. You're, we, we know everything's fine. You're like, our best player can't no, make a, chaos. a buy. They, they were terrible. Mm-hmm. I think that was why I felt the Lakers were, I don't want to say in a good spot, but it didn't, usually when something like we're talking about happens, it's like, well, that's that. I, you can play the five minutes if you want, but I already know what's going to happen. I didn't feel like that yesterday. I thought that they had a chance. And oddly, and Emily and I were talking about this this morning, even when they were down, I think their biggest lead was at 15? It's 85 to 60. Okay, so... Or no, um, 85 to 80 70. to 65. Okay, so yeah. they had a 15-point lead. was the biggest lead of the game in the third quarter. And I'm thinking, all right, this is obviously not good, but the Lakers hadn't made a run yet. In the NBA, everybody makes a run, especially a team that has good players like the Lakers do. They're going to make a run. The question is, will the run be enough to erase a 15? Now, and they went from 15 down to 7 really quickly. They shaved 8 points off that lead in a couple of minutes. And 8 points in the NBA or 7 points in the NBA, that's really kind of nothing. That's just a couple of trips and a couple of threes, and you're right back into it. It never felt like Minnesota had them on the ropes. It never felt like they had them with their hands down at their sides. They had them in trouble a couple of times, mm-hmm. but they weren't good enough to knock them out. Memphis is good enough to knock them out if they put them in that situation. And they have more than five people and they that have will play. More than five. They're not missing three rotation players, right. two starters. I have a really hard time envisioning a game where John Morant goes you know, two for 600 like Anthony Edwards did last night or where he gets five fouls midway through the fourth quarter, whatever the number may be. They got away with it. And, and, and I think that is both fortunate and incredibly telling about what's going to come up next because there were it wasn't just the foul there were a whole bunch of things that made you go oh boy what mm-hmm. what is happening right now d'angelo was really bad last night he was really to the point where i know he got on the on the floor right at the very end of regulation because they needed that 3 and he can shoot threes but mm-hmm. he didn't play the fourth quarter he barely played in the third quarter james or jared vanderbilt why do i keep wanting to call him james jared vanderbilt um, was not particularly good last night, and I love the guy. Austin Reeves was bad last night. He just he just did not have a good game. And you know, the first time you play in a game of that magnitude, intensity, of sure. that magnitude, again, it's the play, and it's not the NBA Finals. So every one of these is going to be first playoff series, first yep. second round, first conference finals, first finals. If and when they get to any of these things, it's going to be the first time. But we kind of just, oh yeah, they got a lot better players, and they do, and those guys have been playing really well. It's very different all of a sudden. Last night was a different environment where it's not just, okay, It's no, you're supposed to win. You're, you are one of our important players. And those guys, LeBron was LeBron. AD, I thought, was very good. We'll talk about him more in a little bit. And Dennis Schroeder was the guy that you need a role player to step up. Last night it was Schroeder and by a mile. So let's, let's do this here. The Lakers, three players that you know they got as part of that Russell Westbrook trade, mm-hmm. right? Jared Vanderbilt played 22 minutes yesterday. D'Angelo played 24 minutes, and Malik Beasley played 14. This is if we're going to give some credit, um, and you could complain, you could complain about, hey, I wish Darvin Ham did this, that, whatever the case is. I'll tell you what Ham didn't do yesterday. That's not working. I'm not going to force it. I'm going to go with somebody that is working. You have to, right? Like this year at the point of the season. Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder, just to give a little background on Dennis Schroeder, think about his last stint with the Lakers and what he's doing this season. I don't feel comfortable with Dennis Schroeder being a starting point guard for your team, but damn, is that a really good backup point guard if he's a backup for you? He kind of calmed the water for the Lakers. 
No, he, 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 he's comfortable in that stuff. Hundred percent, and there is continuity with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yes. They played together for a year. Yes. So I thought yesterday what he was able to do, and as much as remember there was that stint where, um, yeah, Dennis Schroeder had a really bad PR moment when it was, did this guy really give up eighty million dollars? And then he signs with the Boston Celtics for basically the minimum, the the veterans minimum, and now he's playing, basically trying everything he can to show that he's still got a lot of value in the league. I got a lot of respect for what Dennis Schroeder did yesterday. They don't win that game without him, period. Oh. Point blank, not even close. They don't win that game. No, it, it, it's it's ugly if they don't. We're having a very different conversation. And obviously, we're going to continue to have the conversation about Anthony Davis. Not just the foul, but I saw a lot of things in him last night, Slee, that I absolutely loved. And I don't know the last time I could say that about Anthony Davis. I thought that there was so much more positive than I've seen in a very long time. That's coming up next, plus all your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Guys, big announcement here. <laughs> Bigger than the Mandy Awards 2 right coming there. up. What? Travis just stretched. Wow. I don't know if I put a quote He was that. stretching. He basically just did half a yoga cl- a course right there. Are sure right this there. isn't like a uh, doppelganger or like Revenge of the Body Snatchers move where like there's someone else in Travis right now? Look, Taylor, I- did you hear me? The guy was like this. I didn't see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Let's get a YouTube replay. Like, what is he yeah, hopefully doing? Hopefully those cameras weren't rolling because I'm going to deny that I was... Tra- Look, I spent a long afternoon yesterday in the uh, bleachers of a high school baseball field, which are kind of unforgiving on my back. What are those? <laughs> They're the torture devices is what they are. How does anybody <laughs> sit in them? It was and it was a long day. Do you bring yeah. those extra like those uh, seat chairs? I, yeah, that's what you need. You need honestly, one of those. Honestly, Emily, Susan has one um, that she never remembers to bring. I don't think I could ever do it. I think my ego and my pride would not allow me to sit in one, but it's a good idea. It, it, it's really a good idea. I, I feel like I got attacked by goons with baseball bats. My back is killing me, so I I was trying to readjust my spine. Amazing. I don't think I'd call it stretching. You look like uh, <laughs> you look like you were actually you're getting ready to go for a jog or something. I, What's next? Yoga? I, I, I it was look. I'm little. He's going to start his own YouTube channel of stretching. <laughs> Travis Rogers stretches. Namaste, Sleep. Okay, where where the game is played? Um, if you just hypothetically parked your rotolo uh truck yes silverado the silverado and you parked it a certain way yes 
can you see the stadium or can you see the game? Not where I was yesterday. Okay, because I'm thinking you throw a lazy boy in the back of that truck (laughs) and you sit there, dude, like this. That's a good idea. The Silverado, I could probably just drive over the fence, right? (laughs) Just go up and over and pull it right onto the outfield grass. I could probably do that. And you need to do like NASCAR where they have like the RVs and the trucks and stuff. Yeah, uh, right. You're right. That's. It's a darn good idea. I may have to consider that. You're a new man. You look fresh after that stretch. Look, I feel a little bit better. You look tight in the first two segments. You look so loose now. I I, I may try it again another 50 years to see how it all all shakes out. Like Schroeder out there. I'll be on my deathbed. You know, I stretched when I was 50. Let's give this another shot. You were D'Angelo in the first two segments. Jeez, D'Angelo. My goodness. Yeah, that that wasn't good. He was really bad. Well, and and by the way, the luxury... I don't know of many teams that can say, "Hey, our starting point guard's not playing well," right? And you got the luxury to go with that. Yes, and and they did, and they they escaped, and they won the game, like you said. But he's going to have to contribute. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. If they get a couple more like that from him, they're mm-hmm. cooked. If they get a couple more like Austin Reeves had last night, they're indeed. Look, they don't have to score twenty five points, but they can't be. And, and this is kind of where I want to start with AD right here. Anthony Davis, if he's not the Lakers' best player, he's 1A behind LeBron James, right? And he might be their best player at this point. Every time down the floor in that game last night, I'm like, get the ball to AD. Get the ball to LeBron. And if it's not AD and LeBron, maybe give it to Dennis Schroeder. But for the first time in a really long time, Austin would pass the ball, Reeves. Like before, it's like, yeah, shoot it. You're open, shoot it. You want to attack the rim? Go attack the rim. I like his game. I like how he plays. He was really kind of caught up in the moment last night, and it was one. No, get it back to AD. Get it back to AD. Let him. He he was aggressive. He was calm. Mm-hmm. He was he, he was. wasn't great as far as like his numbers, but there was never a moment with him last night where it felt like he was just floating through the game, which is the bugaboo for him, right? Where he'll have not just moments, he'll have games where it's like. Oh yeah, wait. He really played thirty-five minutes. Well, I don't remember a single one of them. Hmm. You felt him the entire night, and that's what I liked so much about that. That foul at the end was inexplicably stupid. Yep. But he impacted that game despite not having a great game. If that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. I, I think you know a lot of times we, and I think he is their most important player. Uh, I for me, he does something on the other side of the floor that LeBron just can't do at this stage of his career. Period. But AD is going to give you three blocks and two steals a game as well. You could chalk that up. What he does on the defensive side, he had some key offensive rebounds yesterday as well. So I'm okay on the AD front, but both AD and Braun too. Ten turnovers between those two guys. A couple of them were really poorly, Awful. poorly, poorly executed plays. It, ma- it makes Bad me think decisions. some of the decisions Braun was making, it's like his – Mind was telling him one thing, but his body just couldn't do it. The mind is willing and the flesh is weak, right? Yep. Yeah, he, he was exhausted. Yeah, it was. And, and it's look, it's his 20th year. It's his 24th year, if we're talking playoff minutes, and that he's still one of the five or ten best players in the league yeah. is beyond stupid. But he gets tired now, and mm-hmm. he was very tired. That three-point shot that he took was fatigue-related. Yep. The turnover on the inbound play – I think was fatigue related. That that there there were a number of moments in that game where you're like that I can't believe LeBron just made such a sloppy play. Mm-hmm. LeBron's IQ hasn't slipped. No, his basketball you know knowledge of who needs to be where and how it needs to, hasn't slipped. 
he's just not quite the guy physically that he used to be. He gets tired now. What they're going to need is this series against Memphis. First off, they get the four days off. Thank goodness. That playoff schedule, sometimes you get one night off, sometimes you get two nights off. The nice thing is, is hey, I, you play two in a row in Memphis, then you come back, you get two in a row in L.A., so there isn't this travel back and forth. That's going to benefit a team like the Lakers. Sure. They just looked uh, They looked fatigued. They looked tired. Strike home phone call here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Charles. Charles, you're batting leadoff. What's going on? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, the play, the play by AD, it was bad. But I don't like the fact how LeBron called him out on national TV with a brain fart, and he had a couple of brain fart turnovers in the fourth quarter. Had a brain quarter. fart. Hey, hey, it was a couple of times he, he threw the ball in the air. It was just up for grabs. I'm like, what is this dude doing? Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that about LeBron. You know, don't 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 put your your teammate on blast for doing the same thing that you you've been doing the whole game. Thanks for the phone call, Charles. Here's what, in case you didn't weren't watching on TV, maybe you were on in the car or something else. This is what in the post game presser, not the presser, the on court interview after the it game. Was TNT, right? Yeah, with yep. TNT. Uh, I believe it was Ali LaForce. He he had this to say. He knocked it down. It's unfortunate that AD had a brain fart and messed his game winner up. He hears you. I messed his game winner up. I apologize. I definitely apologize. Apology accepted. Uh, Okay. So he said it with a smile on his face. I didn't think there was harm in that. It's it's a joke. I I didn't think there was harm in it. It is. Because they won. Yes, 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 yes. I'm with Charles. I was surprised he said it. When, When it came out of his mouth, I'm like, oh, we're making fun of that now? Like right now, it happened, it happened 40 seconds ago. Really? <laughs> We're making fun of that. Like, I, I'm not saying that it, I, I don't think that there was any malice intended. Sure, sure. It was almost I, like, I, okay, he's going to buy the round of beer at the bar. I, I, again, I don't think that he, I don't think there was a dig. I, that, that LeBron is the king of passive aggressive commentary. He's really good at that. I don't think that that's what he was doing, but I agree with Charles. When he said it, I did one of these. Oh. All right, like it's. I, I was surprised that he went there, and 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 that Anthony Davis. Like that's one of those things. I don't know, guys, if you if you've ever done it. It's like I'm trying. You ever been in a near accident on the freeway or something where it was your fault? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And every nothing happens. Everybody keeps going. Nobody hits anybody, and it's all fine. But your adrenaline is raining. Like, sure. oh my gosh, I got to yep. pay more attention. Yep. I need to be. Oh, yeah. I need to be really careful. It's not funny four seconds after it happens. You're thinking. Got away with one right there. I pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's like you see how close I almost came to killing us. Wow! How about that? It's, that's kind of what that was. That Anthony Davis was like, yeah, my bad. It, it was, guys. I I, I know we won. AD should have came relaxed. back. AD should have came back with what about your five turnovers? <laughs> that would have been great. Here they are on live on, on that, TNT that, going back. That would have been great with their turnovers. But I, if if even if LeBron did it exactly the same with Anthony, yeah, look, man, I don't know. I, yeah, th- thank you. Thank you to everybody, Pippin. Yeah, man, I don't know. Not my bad. <laughs> yeah, I almost did ruin the season. You're right. It was just the timing of it all seemed really off to me. It had just happened. I could see it. I, I, didn't, I didn't probably think of it the same way you did. I could see where you're looking from it from that perspective at that time. I also can see Braun and AD just having this relationship that's so close. And- I, I, I think that's what it was, mm-hmm. but it did strike me as peculiar. I'll just leave it at that. Let's try Fontana, where Rotolo Chevrolet is. Mark and Fontana, you're up next. What's going on, Mark? Hey, you know, uh, I feel for, for Anthony Davis. I mean, that, that wasn't his fault. I mean, that's the coaching. I mean, that guy was hitting stuff from all over the place. 
how does a coach just not turn around and put somebody on that guy? Make sure we have somebody on him. They left him wide open. Well, hold on, Mark. I just want want to get in here. We can talk about Darwin's performance yesterday because I think there are some things that are worthy of discussion. Yeah, that's not it. That's not it. Even Anthony Davis after the game said, I screwed that up. Mm -hmm. I was not where I was supposed to be. He was supposed to be on that guy in the corner because you don't need to guard the rim at that point. You're taking space. You're making the perimeter. Yep. I think LeBron said it. We had a quick conversation afterwards. We got it figured out. Then we went out there and played overtime. And AD said afterwards, no, that's 100% my fault. I was not where I was supposed to be. Because it was 100%. It, it was. Fault. And, it, you know, again, Anthony Davis has a lot of, oh, that's 100% my fault. Yeah, we know. We know. Mm-hmm. But I just want to make sure that we're not putting – that was not Darvin Ham's not, – Darvin Ham not telling someone to guard somebody. That was Anthony Davis not executing the play correctly. Yeah, there, there is uh, – and, and by the way, I, I'm we hit on this a little bit about – going into a game like that in overtime, that does tell something where the Lakers were able to just, okay, we turned the page, we screwed up, I screwed up, my bad, this, that, however you want to put it. And they kind of put it to the side and they were still able to go out for the final five minutes. But that's on AD. If you saw anything different, then I don't know if you saw the play. I, I think the criticism of, of Darvin Ham is more that the Lakers look really frantic at the end of games. I think that is more of a fair criticism of him. I think that because there just seemed to be a lot of standing around other times and a lot of one-on-ones, which is the NBA, that, that happens, but their inability to get the ball inbounds at the end of the game. I think that is a coaching problem, mm-hmm. that, that they don't execute set plays out of timeouts, that they don't get really good shots at the end of games, last night excluded, but I think that was more of a LeBron creation than anything else because I thought he was going to take a jumper. And when he finally started to go to the hole, I'm like, per- because LeBron James going to the basket is still virtually impossible to guard. You're, he's mm-hmm. going to get fouled. He's going to make a basket. He could get an and one. Or, or he misses taking a good shot. A good shot at mm-hmm. the rim. Or somebody's wide open on the mm-hmm. perimeter, which is what happened. But that felt more like a LeBron James, hey, I've done this for 20 years. I know how to execute this. There was some weird stuff at the end of games that I think you can look towards Darvin, but the AD foul is not one of them. I thought towards the end of that game, both teams – Everybody's just standing around. Minnesota just dribbling the ball for 18 seconds and then taking a bad shot. So just to kind of throw it off on both ends of it, both teams, it was like, what are you guys doing towards the end of that game? Yeah, but it's more pointed on the Lakers because they were the team that was supposed to win. They're the team that has LeBron James. They're the team that has Anthony Davis. True. They're the teams that everybody was Minnesota picking. They're at home. Run a play. No, no. They, they have they Anthony Edwards too. go to the basket. They're, they're playing with the, the Lakers. Are The Lakers are now the Lakers again, right? They're supposed to win these games. They're supposed to look like a championship caliber team. Minnesota's not. Minnesota's missing their guys. All the things we talked mm-hmm. about, right? That Minnesota looked like they'd never been there before. Okay, they really kind of haven't. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, these guys have been there a long time. The sure. Lakers are not a starting coaching job. You know what I mean? It's you got to be fully finished when you get to this point, and it doesn't feel like they are. Greg Bergman coming in for another edition of Ask Berg. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 877-710-ESPN. If you would like to get in with an Ask Bergman uh, that we're doing today. Wednesday is the fill-in day. You know how we do it, Greg. Do you want it on the phone or do you want it via Twitter to start? Let's start off on the phone. Let's do it. the phone. Uh, Or AOL chat. Oh, because we take phone calls. (laughs) GeoCities. I don't. So that's why. We need to get the phone in somewhere. Let's do it. Ask Greg with Alex in Torrance. Alex, what do you got? Okay, Mr. Bergman, if I offer this to you at a blackjack table that every time you sat down, you got an 18 no matter what, would you take that or just play regular? Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a great question. That's a great question. An 18 I think I have my always? answer. I have my answer. But it's I mean, not 18, you're probably going to get a lot of wins out of that. But I think I'm a decent enough uh, blackjack player. I'm taking. I'm playing myself. I'm playing myself. Taking 18. Yeah. Odds are with you. Kind of. I mean, it just depends on the cards that come out. So like, it's how supposed to be 19, it's supposed 20, to be 21. seventeen and up. You stop. Yes. They stop. Yes, I'm That's stopping the, at it. I, I, I'm taking eighteen. Too much know. can happen. By the way, because then, then it's sixteen. Question. They try. That's a fantastic question. You have yeah. to hit sixteen. Yeah, you have to hit sixteen. So I think you have a better chance. I don't know. I think I have to play myself. I have to, because there's times where I'm going to want to play. Like if I just get you know tens, I'm going to split. Are there any casinos that are willing to do that with you? <laughs> they should make that a thing. Harris Resort, we're going after the show. <laughs> All right, here's another one. This is from Cap in Whittier. What's your in and out orders, the two-parter, and okay. how do you like your steak cooked, and can you make it yourself? Okay, so start off with the in and out order. It is always a double-double animal-style, animal-style fries and a chocolate shake. It's a good order. It's just, I mean, I don't need the chopped chilies. Sorry, Trav. I know you okay. love Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. With the Super shake... Easy. Yeah, with the fries and the burger, oh, yeah, you can no. do all three of that. Hundred percent, it's a lot. It's it a is, lot, it's, right? It's, you're I feel on like the, right. the shake is almost on its own. The shake takes that from it's a so really thick. good. It's a lot. You feel you. You probably feel a little over full when you're done with all that. I've definitely done it, and I definitely am like uh, I could have gone without the shake. Have, will continue to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. No, I, how about your I, steak? I, well, it's, uh, by the way. Uh, that is my favorite go-to order for In-N-Out just because I can eat all of that. And if I'm going to go to In-N-Out, I'm going full force. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to just go there and mess around and get something weird. Like, I'm getting the whole thing. Give me the diet lemonade. I stopped doing yeah, chopped yeah, chilies. Exactly. <laughs> I stopped with the chopped chilies. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, it kind of overpowers everything. I get that. Yeah. It, it can. It can. Um, with the steak, medium rare, always... Now, cooking it myself is where it gets a little bit dicey. Have you ever purchased a steak and put it in that empty refrigerator of yours? <laughs> Good question. There's space. I only bought a steak when I had a full refrigerator, not in my current empty refrigerator. That's not a thing. Um, I can cook a little bit, but no, I would not trust myself to cook the steak myself. So, Greg, have you gotten yes. to the... I know we've been talking privately about Love is Blind, because yes. you're into Love is Blind. I it's talked lovely. about it on the air yesterday. It's lovely. It's great. So, uh, really, have you gotten to the part is. where he sous vides the steak? And he, and he butchers it? No, I okay, haven't gotten there yet. Is this on succession? <laughs> <laughs> someone who feeds a steak and he does it absolutely the most terrible wrong way and it's 
as a steak person, it's really funny to watch. Oh, no, that's too bad. Have yeah, you ever no, sous vide a steak? No, I have not. I, I don't get into that. you got to have that. the I'm, machine, right? And that, the, the machine, yeah. that, look, I if you grill, I, if no, you I genuinely like cooking, yeah. countertop space is a thing that is considered, right? The, right? Unless you have this giant, fancy, industrial-style kitchen. Yeah. A sous vide machine takes up some room, and right. you use it what once every ten years. And then, for those who don't know what a sous vide is, it's just like essentially you're you're cooking the meat submerged in water in a vacuum in a ziploc bag. Yeah, you dip it in there, and it boils, and it it's yeah that doesn't sound. It great. makes it even as opposed to the even temperature, and then you then you grill it on top of that. No, it's it's Mine unnecessary. I'm with you on that, Leslie. That's a little bit past my. my Chris Holmes says yes. eight person cage match free for all. You Ooh. Morales and all the ESPN LA host. Who gets knocked out first, and who kicks ass and comes out second? Ooh, okay, comes out comes out. Want to know who gets knocked out first? Who gets knocked out first? Who comes, who in comes second? I'm sorry, everybody here. Who okay. comes out victorious? So I read that ev- wrong. It's everybody here. The six people, you and Morales. Six people, me and Morales. Okay. First pe- person to get knocked out is obviously Steve Mason. <laughs> like, Mace I, is it because he did something chance. wrong or a couple people just went after him? Well, Emily alluded to it. Even if he's coming out and he's like, he's ready to go and he's actually going to have a good swing, yeah. he's going to fall on his face. Mm. Like, he's not going to, he's going to trip over himself. Something weird's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, no. Mason is the very first one out. It won't be very, it won't take very long. Uh, and so, no, who, who comes, wins? Who wins it? Yeah. Everybody. So it's okay, if Mace between. is out, if Mace is out first, I think just to speak strategically here, I think we got to go after Trav. There's got to be a few of us that go after Trav. I think Travis is we have to the go top, but we have to go after him immediately uh, like, like because everybody. if you have less like people you and, and Travis together, still there, it's tag the team chances at that point. of him hanging around <laughs> is it's going to be just tough to I'm get him play out. Solitaire Look. on my phone while you guys all go beat each other up in the corner. So here's the thing with Trav: Why are though? you guys grabbing my legs? <laughs> just got to get you over this. In this death match, Trav is is going to go last long, but if you take out his legs, I think you're done. You got to take him out quick. I think, yeah, you got to go. If you go low, you can knock him out. Um, the I winner's think, obvious, isn't it? I think it's Sedano. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, he knows how to fight. Yes. He's like a karate he's, person. He's like, he's like okay, I take it back. Belt. We're yeah. not going after him. We need you <laughs> yeah. to go after Sedano. We got to go after Sedano first. So there's the thing. Like, Cappy's going to go immediately for Sedano. He's like, it's going to be a bum rush. Right towards Sedano. He's willing to sacrifice himself. <laughs> he's like, I don't care if I go out Sedano out. I'm going right after Sedano. That's great. But Slee, so you well, got your wins. secret agent skills. I don't know in that circumstance. Well, well he to, can't we'll reveal his, his, his certain set of skills, right? What if you I just to, came out of nowhere agent. and I was a wrestler for 12 years? I think we're all mid-range. Like, Ireland will probably go out early. Sedano wins. Cappy will be Sedano towards the wins. end. Sedano You're towards wins. the end. He doesn't win think... only because we team up to take him out. <laughs> and then we give everybody else a fair Slee, chance. me, you, and Morales will probably be in the mid-range somewhere. Yeah. All right, here's another one. This is, would Greg rather bungee jump off the San Francisco Bridge, which I'm assuming means the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, um, there's a lot of those bridges. As there's the Bay Bridge, Golden yeah, Gate Bridge, right. San Mateo. Let's just call it the Golden Gate. The fan, the orange one. <laughs> the orange one. It's yeah, not golden okay. at all. The one in the full house open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Usually the it's covered in fog, house. so you can't see yeah. it anyway. But jump yeah. off the, bungee jump off the Golden sure. Gate Bridge or skydive out of a low-flying airplane. Oof, I'm bungee jumping off the San Francisco. Hell no. I, I've always wanted a bungee jump. I've skydived before, Neither. and it's amazing. I don't want to skydive from a low-flying plane. You don't have enough of the the thrill of that, being in the plane. That should be our intro be in the, in the air. 
for the Mandy's. Oh, yeah. We all skydive right to Form Comrades. a snowflake where we hold our hands together. <laughs> you guys go ahead. <laughs> what, what are those things called where they have like the flying, the flying suits? Oh, the squirrel suit. Gosh. The squirrel suit things? I would love to do that. No, you no, wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, yes, I would. 100%. You would love to do that? I would love to do that. Bro, they jump Absolutely. off of cliffs. Yes, it looks so fun. All right, so this is little, you know that people that die doing that like yeah, kind of frequently. But like I, I've done those types of things. <laughs> yeah, and no I enjoy paragliding. It. All right, so this one's from Biggie. He says, "If you What's punch up, yourself in the arm okay. and it hurts, are you proud that you're strong or are you sad because you're soft?" <laughs> I think I'm more sad that I'm that I'm hitting myself for whatever reason. But no, I'm proud that I'm strong. I'm hurting myself. I'm able to hit myself and hurt me. Like I have, I have that much concentration <laughs> sure. that I can actually do that. Hit and yourself at the right, at the right yeah. place, in the right spot to give myself a dead arm. Yeah, I'm strong. That's great. Here's another one. This is from Kwai in Vegas. I don't think it's that. It's spelled differently, but pronounced uh... <laughs> How much bargaining did you do with the basketball gods on behalf in behalf of Trav and his incredible hubris on yesterday's show <laughs> with his complete dismissal of the Wolves as legit competition? Did you throw him under the bus or beg for? Forgiveness for him. I would never beg forgiveness for you when it comes to any types of gods. No, but because we the, have this conversation with the baseball mm, gods. Yes, because of guys, that, they won. Right, <laughs> they didn't win by a million. Stop. They won. <laughs> won by six. I, I, I need to know the part where I was slightly off on the score. They you were a lot game. off. A mean? million and six Emily, is very different. Six. All right, they I won. got one. Right, not, by the not way, how much even like a desperation by, heave by, could get him. By the way, by the way, the spread of eight and a half. They almost got it in OT. That's <laughs> incredible. They missed a free throw. Okay, they I got won. one for you. Berg, if you have to pick between one of these. One of what? Dodgers winning a World Series okay. or UCLA, UCLA football winning a national championship. Okay. Which one are you taking? UCLA football winning a national championship? The Dodgers win the World Series a decent amount. They have what? They have seven? Yeah, but they, they have, don't win a they have decent one amount. real it's, one in the since, last 45 years. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> How many does UCLA football have? None. One. Okay, if I said UCLA basketball, if I say UCLA basketball, does that change anything? Is what? If I say UCLA basketball, does that change anything? Well, they have 11. I love UCLA basketball so much, but I think, and it's been a long time. It's been since 1995. Overall, though, um, no, I'm going UCLA basketball. I would much rather see. There's just a more, it's a bigger feeling when it comes to UCLA. Everything, it just, it hits me so much different than anything else. So it's because it doesn't hit very often. Well, you need to <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> but that's actually true. It yeah, is true. Of course, but it's college true. is hard. See, college I'm, is, I I'm think, is harder than right pros. A lot. I don't know if you guys have noticed this or no, not. Geez, this not uh, uh, we're not right last I'm night. Right. So it's just to say that. Did they win? They won, but not hold by on, million. I didn't. I didn't ask you by how much. I asked if they won. They, Do you have they, the clip they, that you again. wanted to trade LeBron and Anthony Davis <laughs> earlier? Do you have that one? Right. Is that on the they sound page? Right now, by the way. Today, oh if they God. if they could get something done oh, today, they go. should do it right now and take Alex Vezia with you. That yeah. on the other side, he can go. He can go. Vezia <laughs> take, can go. Take him, Chris Taylor, AD, and LeBron. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> Askberg, good job. Good job. Thanks, bud. Darvin Ham's debut as a quasi playoff coach yesterday. What do we think of that? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.